For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We have uh, c- uh, calls coming up uh, on the line um, and I think we'll go to Justin from Mid Canterbury. Justin, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Smitty. Um, I'm nothing against um, Foster, per se, as a bloke and everything. I, I think he'll stay in, well, personally, I, he should stay into the World Cup, but um, I, I think he got in, he got the job purely on riding on Hanson's coattails, pretty much. Um, he had you know, a pretty dismal coaching record himself as a head coach. Um, sure, he got the Chiefs to a, to a final, but uh, they got smashed, if uh, memory recalls. But um, at the end of the day, um, you know, they made their choice. They picked Foster, and they should uh, ride it out until the World Cup. Well, I, I, you know, Justin, I think there'll be a number of board members uh, agreeing with you on that because um, they asked uh, when he went to South Africa, apparently, that he had to show signs of improvement. He had to show signs of turning the corner. Well, if you look at that performance the other night, uh, some people say he was only 12 minutes away from the sack. But the fact of the matter is 80, uh, rugby is an 80-minute game. The All Blacks outlasted South Africa, and he was at the helm of that. I mean, if you're going to condemn him for previous demises, you have to give him some sort of credit for that, don't you? Yeah, but uh, if you're judging on your last performance, Smitty, well, they couldn't have got much bloody worse than the last one, could they? So you're, they're always going to get better. So your gut feeling is, Justin, that he will stay, yeah? Yeah, like what? Okay, Justin there uh, out of mid-Canterbury. Thank you, Justin. Uh, first time caller for me. Uh, don't uh, be a stranger, mate. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, Graham from uh, Marlborough, formerly Northland. There's so many former provinces, Graham. When you come up at the screen, it's, we take two, uh, almost two panels for you. Graham, good morning to you. <laughs> don't be like that, Smilly. I love Northland and I love <laughs> Marlborough. Um, went to Premier <laughs> Nepal last night. My, it was bloody awesome, too. Um, uh, Whereabouts? Yeah, tell, us, tell us about it. Where, where was that? Oh, just my daughter plays down here in Marlborough in the premier competition and it was the final round before the semis. So, yeah, it was fantastic netball. A little bit biased on the umpiring, I thought. But, um, right. yeah, it was a great, great game of netball. Very close side, you know, when score changed very, you know, just often it was a great game. I'm looking forward to the semis and, um, yeah, my girl will be there, hopefully. Looking look that you. way anyway. Good on you, Graham. So, uh, good on you. Um... Went to the yeah. Oh, firstly, I'm the cricket. I'm a purist. I love the test cricket. I just, I just love sitting there and all the little interest intricacies. I've I've never watched a T20 game, um, just because it, yeah, it just doesn't spin my wheels. Don't mind the odd one day, but it's generally the last you know is where it gets comes down to. But I can understand what Trent Bolt's doing. And I'm surprised someone like Tim Southey hasn't done it or even Ross Taylor didn't. I think Kane Williams might do it just because they spend so much time away from their families, you know, young families. And you'd know this. You know, you have your wife's at home having a baby and you're on tour. You know, like, I just, I can't imagine, you know, we got caught out when we were having a baby. And I just can't imagine what it's like for these young guys now. But just there's so much 
They're under so much pressure now to perform. Things going on, going on at home. Uh, you know, I back Trent Bolt for what he's done, but I, I just it worries me the future of Test cricket. That, that's all I've got to say on that. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry. Oh, yeah. I, I, I totally, totally agree with you. I'm, I'm worried about it as well. But uh, the reason why Tim Southey and uh, the likes of Ross Taylor, etc., uh, haven't uh, or done the same thing or didn't want to do the same thing is because they weren't in demand from those franchises. Trent Bolt at the moment is top, one of the top ranked uh, T20 bowlers in the world. Um, he is highly respected. He is an ex- he is a sought after commodity. Um, Tim Southey is not. Uh, Ross Taylor uh, was for a while. We we know full well uh, he was one of the forerunners. But after that, um, he fell out of favour a wee bit, and uh, the desire for him and the high money rate was not there. So that's the reason, uh, Graham. But uh, as soon as the big money comes knocking on the door, just like the golfers, you have to think very seriously about it. What about what what about um, uh, we're going to go to Brian? Are we next? Uh, thank you very much, Graham, for your call. Uh, uh, Brian from Christchurch. Good morning to you. Morning, busy. Uh, my world was subject to question catching. Uh, what prompted me to ring this morning was um, a well-respected journalist uh, wrote a very thoughtful article on the coaching uh, conundrum, if we can put it that way, this morning. I can't quite remember his name, but most people would have read it online. And it was well done, but then he ruined it all with the final line, and, and that brought home the reality to me of the situation with Ian Foster. In the final line, his phrase was, after all, it's only a game. And I thought to myself, well, you can't tell that to the people at Silver Lake that paid an enormous truckload of money for this brand. Uh, the people that are hard-nosed business people don't think it's only a game. It's gone beyond a game. It's a business. And unfortunately, in business, you don't pick failures. And you don't pick perennial failures to hit up uh, your company. That's about all I've got to say on the subject, uh, Smithy. Brian, Brian, you don't need to say much more because you've summed it up very succinctly. It is. Uh, we would like to think it's a game. You're right, Brian. Yeah, we would love to think that it's uh, just a pastime, that's something we can get our teeth into and that, but, but it isn't. You're dead right. It is as far from just a game. It is a multi-squillion dollar business. Um, and, you know, <laughs> so many variables and factors go into it. And at the at the top end of that uh, variables list is the fact that you've got to have a winner. You're right. You've got it. Your, your flagship, uh, which is the uh, All Blacks, of course, has to be perceived as being a high percentage winning unit. At the moment, they have not been that. In the last month or two, they've been uh, on the lower scale. So, and that has given us all a fright. It's given us all a a bit of a wake-up, etc. And it's not a situation that um, I'm sure New Zealand rugby were anticipating dealing with. Uh, as little as time ago as like two months, maybe uh, just prior to Ireland getting here, they probably thought comfortable against Ireland, <coughs> rugby championship. We'll just, um, not, you know, we'll just um, dosy do our way through uh, another year of rugby. Anything but that. It's been anything but uh, a lovely little dance. It's been horrible, to be fair. And today we might get an outcome. Brian, you summed it up beautifully. You really did. Uh, Anthony from uh, Invercargill. Good morning to you, Anthony. Morning, Smithy. Um, just around the Ian Foster issue, I think the writing is already on the wall for him after Mark Robertson came out on Sunday in the press conference that he shouldn't have held, that he uh, implied that uh, the outcome should be resolved when people around friends and family like that's putting the writing on the wall that, that Ian Foster is no longer going to be the coach. Like That press conference shouldn't have been held on Sunday. 
Yeah, I, I, th I think that was a telltale sign. I mean, um, first time he spoke uh, prior to going to South Africa, he said he is our man for this particular trip. And when, of course, um, they win the second game, he stands up and says, I, I basically says nothing, which means he can't commit to, to anything at all, Anthony. So, um, you know, we were, they were press conference we were craving for, but in the end they did more harm than good. Yeah, they did. Like, uh, uh, they've either got to back him or shake him, and I'm meaning back him right through the World Cup. No more reviews, just back him. Or shake him, to, or shake him in the next 48 hours and be done with it. Like, it, it's come to the point where... New, the, the people in New Zealand want an answer and what they're doing to they're affecting just not Foster's mental health but the players and all the coaching staff and that's what that the board have got to make a decision on is like if they back him we've got to back him at 100% or sack him and get Razor Robertson in and that's what they need to do it's uh, look, I, I, I absolutely right. They, they have to put a deadline on them on themselves. I'm surprised it's gone this long. I mean, you just count the days. Uh, we've got uh, ten days until the All Blacks run out against Argentina. Never before um, would an All Black coach, a new uh, uh, incoming coach, had that lack of preparation time. Um, you know, when I say never before, probably has back in the dark ages when they, you know, they were farming on the morning of the match and all got together later that afternoon. But uh, I'll tell you, in the modern era, the professional era of rugby, this is unprecedented, um, and it will be unprecedented in a lot of sports as well at international level. Anthony, valued your call. Thank you very much for the points that you've made. Uh, Jeff, uh, the ref from Cromwell. Good morning, Jeff. Guys, Muddy, I can't believe you're not backing the Otago, the Muddy Otago team. That's a bit oh, disappointing. Cut it out, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. It's Hawks Bay, for goodness sake. When was the last time we lost down there? I mean, we went down, we've taken the shield off you twice down there. What, what, do, you, what do you want about? Yeah, well, there's a lot of controversial about that. Uh, when you talk about us down there, we won't go into that, Smithy, but uh, it's, it's good nice, to see Nice to know you're over it, Jeff. Nice to know you're over it. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, uh, uh, yeah, I'll never get over it, really. Uh, I like you, I'm passionate with, you know, my home team. Uh, yeah, I think if Fuzzy gets the job, and I said the other day, there's a good chance, because the players are backing him, Skipper and the players, but if he does get the job, he needs to also shout the TMO, because there's two critical situations that happened in that game. I've watched it three times. I watched it as a spectator. And I'm going to watch it, analyse it as a referee. But there's two critical calls that they could have gone either way. Uh, there was the Bowden Bout yellow card. And if they didn't have the TMO to analyse that, that could have been under the sticks for a penalty try. Um, but they got that one correct. Um, and also the other call where it was a centre, wasn't it? Scored, but um, Wyclock was impeded. Um, but that could have easily been play on, and, you know, there, there's 14 points. Boom. So I think, you know, that's where the TMO comes in in those critical situations beautifully. Um, you could debate that one of White Locks. I mean, because um, I don't think he would have got him, to be honest. But, um, no way, but, Jeff. No way. No way in the world. You're talking about a, a lock here and a tiring situation. Getting across that quickly, uh, at best he might have tagged him. I don't think it have stopped him. Uh, I think you're absolutely right on that one. They were so benefit, got the benefit of the doubt there, Jeff. Um, you, you're spot on with your observation there. Um, we've got to move on. Um, we'll move uh, all the way out my back door to Hastings and James. Good morning to you. 
Morning, Smitty. Um, I think Foster will be staying myself, um, but I can't get over how in the first test against South Africa, people didn't see that we stopped the rolling moor, which we got crunched with the, with, with the Irish. The rolling moor stopped. The defence was way better. They crossed our line on their own terms once. We crossed once. They got their second try because we gave it to them. So our discipline and our, our, our <coughs> basics let us down in that game. Um, the discipline let the score get way out of way, way out of um, you know way above than it should have been. Um, the second game, well, we all saw the second game, um, and I just think the boys actually are on the right track um, to to. <laughs> To come from that first game and get the bash from New Zealand up to the second game, I actually thought knew they were going to win the game because they were angry. I'm pretty sure they, those boys were angry, not just because of Foster, but because of themselves. They were getting bagged as the, you know, as a bad rugby team. But I knew they had the goods because they were breaking out, but then passes and catching the ball were just not happening in the first test. The second test, they got it a little bit right. They still had the old breakdown, but other than that, I, I, I just think Foster will be staying, but my own thoughts anyway. Good on you, James. Appreciate your call, um, and we'll find out later this afternoon or tomorrow morning there will be a definitive, and it should be right through to the end of the World Cup. Absolutely no doubt about that. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So... We doubled it. Chicken and Maccas, together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.